and welcome to another episode of A Million Media to Consume Before You Die. This episode we will be talking about New York City as an art form. Wow. I mean, it's a city that never sleeps, you know? Yeah. Just is always awake, it has insomnia, it's hallucinating. Yeah. Because, you know, if they fall asleep, Freddy Krueger will just kill him. And it's... Jason already took Manhattan. Wasn't he not actually in yeah, Manhattan? Yeah, he wasn't really in Manhattan until the end. <laughs> He's on a, on a cruise ship for the majority of that film. Because I remembered watching, uh, what was it? After Hours, I think? Uh, um, it was like this cracked oh, video I'm series. Oh, familiar. Video series um, that talked about Jason took Manhattan for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they'll eventually get to just every thing ever created on that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, we had a month-long break, I guess, hiatus. Is that is that a good term? Yes. A and planned hiatus, of course. A planned one, yeah. I think we specifically even said that in our last podcast episode. Not the one with uh, your name, but the one before that. Or who knows, maybe this one will go up before that one. Oh, yeah. We don't even know. Yeah, maybe. Also, I'll be talking about WrestleMania. Yeah. What, I was like, so what have you been doing in that time where I've been gone watching WrestleMania? Yeah, that entire time because the show was literally seven hours long. <laughs> seven hours long. And I, I I drank a lot of beer. I ate a lot of uh, a lot of wings. Yeah. Too many wings. Oh, yeah. I also, too many cookies. I also ate a few wings. In my time at New York. So, um, I think I made a moments thing on Twitter mm-hmm. where I where I documented my time in New York. It was sort of confusing following along. Like, I'm like, wait, does he really, like, not know where he is? Is he losing his mind? Because I was trying to see if I could create a narrative with that. And then the moments thing was really dumb because... I couldn't reorder things properly. It was very weird about how how the tab for it worked. I, I and I just had to scrap it and then just kind of do it from backwards in order to like order the <laughs> sequence of events properly. Also, I saw uh, Arrival. If you noticed that first image, what do you think of Arrival? Um, similar to your name in a lot of ways. A hot take, in which that uh, like in which that we're not gonna redo the, Ray uh, because it's it's right where it belongs, right? Well, because I don't really care enough, but it's um, I think that the secondary plot, let's just refer to it as the secondary plot, mm-hmm. isn't really that relevant to the primary plots because one is about acceptance of death, one's fate and death and all that. And the other one's about preventing disastrous consequences from happening. Almost, it reminds me of something. I don't know what. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it though? I, I guess. I guess if you, if you, if since I said it that way, it does. Did that sound guy write like, a rival as well? No. I think it's. No, but uh, what I'm saying is, wasn't the music really good though? The music um, in Arrival was actually pretty good, yeah. But then there's that one piece that's, it's in a lot of movies. Like uh, that main like, the violin beginning? one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think that's in uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, the documentary. 
Ah, yeah. I watched that after Arrival. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> that's and they did that with a. There was this other song that was in a documentary, and it had been, it played at the end of a horror movie, mm. and it was really good. And then it was in this just like regular documentary, and it was like, well, this doesn't fit. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about the about the uh, arrival. Is that is that I kind of get what it was trying to do, but it didn't really mesh together as perfectly as I would have wanted it out of the film, because the film wanted to say something, but then not the entire movie was going toward that conclusion. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I disagree, but... is Yeah. So... Yes. <laughs> so New York. So New York. The Big Apple. The Windy City. No, that's Chicago. <laughs> wait, no, wait. It's, yeah, that's Chicago, man. So, yeah, I was in New York for about a week because I was attending a... Was it a bachelor party? Yes. Um... Yeah, you're getting married. I'm not getting married. <laughs> a somebody that I know is getting married, and as, as opposed to a stranger that you is, just you decided to go to their bachelor. It, I was invited to it, and I just RSVP'd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some sort of Willy Wonka. You know, you got the magic ticket. Yep. Yep. It was. Uh, so then you spent a week. Yeah, I spent a week there. But, like, and a part of that week was with the um, bachelor party thing. But was some of it, like, planned just, like, you were just there by yourself? or Yeah, some you... of it was just me by myself, yeah. I, the bachelor party lasted for maybe, like, three days, I think, so. Yep. No hangover situations happened, though. Nothing all that. Nothing you can talk about. Wink. Wink, wink. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh... I don't know, the bachelor party was okay. <laughs> and New York was... It was fine. <laughs> but, yeah. I went to Times Square. I was very disappointed to not see it empty. And I so then I couldn't run across it like a madman. <laughs> I'm making a very, very big reference here. <laughs> 28 days later... <laughs> Bird Birdman. Does he do that? I haven't, I haven't seen Birdman. You you haven't seen Birdman? No. I'm interested, but like I haven't I haven't The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance? You have a library card. See your your world could just open up. Oh yeah, I do have a library card. Any film you want. Yeah, that's true. It's right at your fingertips. That's true. Yeah. Very disappointed to see that Times Square was filled with people. Did you go to Broadway? I did. Did you see Broadway. Hamilton? I did not see Hamilton. Do you? Uh, that that's no. <laughs> Hamilton was a bit expensive. Did you see Phantom? I did see not Phantom, but I, I did see a musical, a stage play. Um, it was not on Broadway. It was on like a off Broadway. It was an off Broadway musical, is what they specifically refer to it as. Um, Yes. It was near Times Square, though, so that means well, anything. What, what was it? The Avenue Q. 
Oh, so what? You could put that on the list. Yes, I am going to put that on the list. That, but then I realized that was probably the only actual artistic effort that I've experienced during that time in New York. So, see, so now I'm just trying to. I think Avenue Q has been on Broadway, though. It has, yes. I think it has also won like. It's won like a Tony or something, or. Right? Yeah. Right. Is the Tony That's... the. Broadway, but then there's other that things. There's plays. like yeah, like a drama desk award or yeah, like I think those could win like a Pulitzer too. I don't know if Avenue Q did, but all right, it, I feel like it might have though. It might have won some sort of big yeah, yeah, big timey stuff. Bobby yeah. Lopez and whoever else was involved. Yeah, this is uh, something that I've personally been like a fan of since high school. I think I think it's been around. Yeah, it's. Like, I think it's all well, I know it's been around since high school. It's more like, did it start when we were in high school? I don't know. I know it predates Book of Mormon, so. Yeah. I also saw Book of Mormon. That's, that was my first uh, stage play, I think, that I watched. Or There? In New York? Oh, no. Uh, I was in Chicago for that versions. Book of I've Mormon. only seen, I saw Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. And I saw like Miz. And those are the two professional performances I've ever seen. Also, you haven't seen Book of Mormon yet? No. It's pretty good. I like it. I liked it a lot. I'm not a huge fan of Parker and Stone. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I get that because like, yeah. Like Team America World Police. I'm probably the only person who doesn't like it. I never watched it. That makes me special because I don't like something other people love. I never watched it, so I'm even more special. But, you know, it's just so much even more, like, relevant today than it was back when it was made. Think about it. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, like, predicted the future yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. You should watch Idiocracy. Yeah. That's just... It's, like, what life is like now. Yeah. Or, like, what it's going to become, you know? Luke Wilson really is the Cary Grant of our time. Luke Wilson. <laughs> the Wilson acting dynasty are the Barrymores of today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so I saw Avenue Q. It's a production directed by Jason Moore, I guess, and uh, I guess composed by Dick Burton. Burton? Burton? Sure. I don't know if it's still them or whether or not this is just well, like credited. Yeah. Well, well, who knows? It's uh, it's either credited to them well, or did you look that up or no? Was it like, on, like the... it was on the pamphlet, so it may be just these are the directors for this particular one. Or, yeah, I would think. Or like, or and the composer for this particular one, but like they're all the same, so I assume, right? Well, like, I mean, you can stage it differently or right i mean want. but i'm thinking like the music would probably be the same right yeah so yeah did bobby will bobby lopez get credit he's the writer on it right i i didn't write down everybody who was a part of it so see because i do he the... did book of mormon with them and then he did frozen oh he did the frozen songs <laughs> okay he was uh lynn manuel miranda before lynn manuel miranda was lynn manuel miranda Okay, well... Because he did Moana, you see. Oh, okay. I, I, uh... I have the pamphlet here, but, um... 
It's over there, though, so I don't really care. Over there. Yes. Over there. Yeah, so it's just, uh, it'd be a hassle. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, it's, uh, it's a musical that I guess would be, I guess it's described as Sesame Street for adults. So you learned a lot, is what you're saying. Um, well, the thing is that I've been a fan of this I guess, musical since, like, high school, because, I don't know, I think I got onto it when I listened to a few of the songs, and then I got the album, and I basically know what the plot is. Yeah, being there was kind of cool. So, some of the characters are hand puppets. They have the thing that they hold up. And then it's like, yeah, right, and then it's like they can move and the hand with the... They they move the hand with, like, the stick, mm-hmm. and, like, it's attached to the hand, and then they have a... The hand that's in the uh, the puppets to like move the mouth. Some of the actors voice for puppets that they don't control themselves, and they have to time it. And I thought that was pretty interesting. And I thought it was a little bit confusing because, uh, in terms of like the hand puppet actors, because sometimes you have to look at the faces of the actors, and then sometimes you have to look at the face of like the puppet, <laughs> the tilting of the head or whatever instead that may be a little bit confusing but i think that's supposed to be like a part of it Mm -hmm. so there were like these television screens that are like flat and they're on the sides of the stage and they kind of add like explanations for a few things during a few scenes there's this one sequence where the main character uh who is named winston i don't quite remember but uh the main character who is basically doesn't really know what his purpose in life is, and he's trying to find it. Purpose. What is that? And then the screen comes up. Purpose is something that makes you want to do things, or like you're the you're the core of your being. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's used for comedic effect, basically. Um. So, yeah, the theme of the story is this: is about finding one's purpose and whether or not it really matters. Oh yeah, it's a New World Stages production, if that means anything. I don't know if that means anything. New World Stages? Hmm. Yeah. It means something to somebody. Yeah. It was pretty good. Like, all the songs were sung pretty well. I, I really like the songs Purpose and For Now. For Now is probably the last song, and uh, Purpose is one of the midpoint songs. All of them sang pretty well. There was one thing that really bothered me, though, uh, and it was for this character called Lucy the Slut. And what bothered me was that whenever she walked this uh, Lucy the Slut character, it's it's a hand puppet thing, it's always like this strut. The hip goes from one side to the other. This weird walk, and the music is supposed to accompany that walk. (laughs) And it's supposed to be in rhythm with that, but almost always the strut happens a second or two before the symbols come in, like, it was mistimed, I guess. Mm-hmm. The weird thing was that it constantly happened, so I don't know if it was on purpose, whether, whether like, the strut was, like, off, but it did bother me, so... I don't know. Yeah. I just, I have a problem with that name. Oh, there's also, like, an Asian character called Christmas Eve, and she talks in, like, take out recyclables. <laughs> See, now I have no problem with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oriental. Whoa. Whoa. 
Whoa. You have to bleep that out. Oh, also, there's, a, there's like, a song called Everybody's a Little Bit Racist, which is something that, like, I personally just subscribe to. Understand, or that's just... I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Everybody has an observation of others. I'm saying it's all more than a little bit. Okay. Currently, there's a lot of people who are a little more than <laughs> a little bit. There's a specific sequence in the end where uh, they basically try to date themselves to basically the current times mm. where you basically say, well, uh, the original line was George Bush is only for now because the, that's the ultimate theme is that nothing really matters all that much. It's just like you just tackle it whenever things come. Happy times, sad times. It's it's only very just temporary types of sequences in your life, and that's fine. They had a bit of a struggle when Obama was in his presidency. I don't remember what they went with, but for George Bush's time, it was George Bush is only for now. <laughs> and now it's Donald Trump is only for now, which uh, a lot of the audience cheer to. Yeah. And then someone stormed out. If Like, if you've ever, like... <laughs> heard of Avenue Q, you probably wouldn't be into so, it. I thought this was a family show with puppets. They say, like, fuck in, like, the first song. And by the way, this is an explicit episode now, Galvin. <laughs> <laughs> so, better tag it as such. Our producer, Calvin. It's weird that you guys have the same name. Yes. Yeah, I know. He's, he just edits all the... Videos, or sorry, the uh, audios. <laughs> yes. So someone else does the videos. Yeah, somebody else does the. We also record the videos. <laughs> uh, check out and, your, we, and we have a live audience too. They just they just don't react to anything. Yeah, we we do this on Twitch too. So yeah, it's um it's a thing. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, so was that New York? That was in New York. Yeah. I said, is that is that is there any other New York left? Um, can't think of anything. There was something that I had in mind to say beforehand, but, um, I forgot it. So I don't think it matters all that much then. So are you going to move there? No. Is that your ultimate dream? No. So when I, I returned here about two weeks ago and I was ill because of New York born diseases. <laughs> so like, no. Also, it's not like. A particularly fun time that I had there, so it was okay. Yeah, like I feel like if you're gonna move to a place, like why not go to like LA or something where it's nice? It's like I feel like the yeah. weather's even worse in New York than it is here. Like why would you move? To, why would you go to the East Coast? Yeah. Or why don't you just go further and like go to England where it's always just kind of like mild all the time? Yeah. I make most of my decisions based on the weather. My motto is, nothing good ever happened on a rainy day. So it gives the excuse that, you know, I mean, you don't really have to do anything when it's raining, because, you know, nothing good ever happens, so you can just kind of... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Then you're going to, like, somewhere in the desert, right? Or, I mean, it's not like rain is, like, the worst. <laughs> All right. It's just, I don't like snow. I don't like driving in the snow, all right? Yeah. Well, me neither. I hate it, too. So, while you were there, 
you what did gallivanting you do? around this ma- maybe it was was it is this like the end of march yeah the end of march the beginning of uh what was it of uh, april yes <laughs> i had to remember what the month is currently yes so yeah so you're probably there while while wrestlemania was going on yeah where was WrestleMania this year? I want to say it was Orlando. Yes, it was in Orlando. Is this in Florida? Florida was there. Oh, really? And did he do something? Yep, they had a little performance. Because, you know, because wrestling fans just, you know, that's really what they want. They want, like, a musical break five hours into the seven-hour show. <laughs> Well, so the day before, NXT, their developmental brand, had mm. their show. Mm. And that was probably better, because, you know, it's like two hours. Okay. And it's nice. And there was a great tag team match mm. between The Revival and The Authors of Pain and DIY, <laughs> Triple Threat. Okay. Okay. And then um, Shinsuke Nakamura failed to recapture the NXT Championship from Bobby Roode. Oh. And then he moved up to SmackDown oh. the next week. Okay. And Asuka, she's still... I think she's like the longest reigning champion. Maybe. Like she's approaching almost, I think, like... Asuka. Ever of the modern era. She's the women's champion. For Japanese? Well, she is Japanese. Oh, yeah. No, I was just like, this is... I was like, that's a very Japanese name. So, like, okay. More Japanese than Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> well, like Asuka is also like a Japanese name, so that's, mm. uh, that's why I was like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, they're taking over. Are they taking your jobs? No, well, I'm not a wrestler, so. Are they taking their jobs? I mean, there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tajiri is back too. Okay. And and uh, Tazawa. All right. So they are taking over. Oh no. And Ho Ho Loon, he's Japanese. So do they actually like punch each other and stuff? Does it look believable? Sure. NXT? What do you mean like in Japan? No, not in Japan necessarily, but like just NXT. I mean, it's the same as WWE. Okay, well, because well, well, yeah. it is WWE. Well, no, it's just that, um, what was it? I, I remembered watching like a John Cena. Versus um, the big show. Well, yeah, it's a big show. It's it's a fantastic song, and and uh, it's just it, and I remember just seeing like John Cena like hitting his hand, pretending to like hit the big show, and I just felt really it just felt really awkward because I don't know how to, how else to say it. it's just like. He's a big guy. He can take a punch. But you know they do this every day of the year. They kind of... They can't actually fight each other every night. Well, it's more like... It's more like if you can just love tap it, then it should be fine, right? Yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. If you, There's, if you can pull your I think you're, you're cherry-picking things. You're looking for it. You're, you know, you're just... You're one of those people. What? What do you mean, one of those people? I'm not one of those people. You know, to say, you know, it's fake, right? I'm not. I'm not. Did you know that? I'm not. <laughs> did you know? I'm not like, I'm not like that because I, I get it. 
I get it. I mean, I watched that what whatever video that you showed me one time. What that what the Max Landis one? Yes. Like and and yes, it was very informative, but it still is like it still looks fake as hell. But it doesn't matter because you know it is. Well, like, no. What do you want? What do you want? I want them to punch each other. But now, because now all the people in Japan who do that, they're like all in the hospital and they can't <laughs> anymore. But that was bad. But hey, I actually did watch like a a something in in uh, Japan, like a. Probably New Japan. Uh, maybe. Like, I did watch one of the wrestling matches, and it was amazing, because they were actually hurting each other. And, oh. Yeah. And now. <laughs> well, like, well, I wouldn't, oh, I, was, I, I, okay, let's not say they were actually hurting. They were, like, they were, they it's were clearly a, making contact. Yeah, strong, strong style. They were clearly making contact, and that was fun. And I, and I also love the part where, like, this, where after, like, the guy wins, this guy just randomly comes in, runs in, and suplexes him. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, I challenge you. And it's like it's all suave and shit. So it's it's amazing. That was I was like really I was caught up in that. And then when I see like what WWE, it was like not as interesting. Like there was this one time where where they were just where they were holding on to each other and they were like I don't know I, they they were doing like a punch thing or like an <laughs> elbow thing to their like heads and just like. Ugh. Well, you should see Brock, Brock Lesnar just, he opened up uh, Randy Orton the like the hard way a while ago. Oh, uh, yeah? Like, he just elbowed him in the face until his uh, head busted open. He was bleeding everywhere. Oh. Because usually, they'll, like, blade, right? They'll, well, they don't anymore in the WWE, but, like, they'll kind of secretly, like, slash. Right. Like, do a slash on their forehead and then... Make it look like they got busted open. Right. With that, it's just... He just ripped his his forehead open with his elbow. <laughs> okay. That's funny. But yeah. That's... See, I'm looking, I'm looking for the card now. Because there's so many matches. And so many beers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. So... Yeah. Oh, and then there were two other matches at TakeOver Orlando. I think it was Andrade Cien Almas. He's oh. a Mexican wrestler. And uh, he wrestled Aleister Black. And he's like just sort of this like tattooed sort of almost like demonic Satanist kind of guy. Oh. And then it was cool because uh, Almas, he'll do a thing where, like, if he gets thrown to the ropes, he'll just go, like, he'll land in the middle and look like he's just, like, resting there. Yeah. Like, hanging out. And then uh, Aleister Black did, like, he did, like, a flip, and he ended up, like, sitting cross-legged, just in the ring, like, meditating. Wait. And it was cool. What? That sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I think about- it... What about those guys that were like big fans of anime? The New Day? Yeah, and they dressed up as like Super Saiyan? Yeah. Okay. That's more like I think like one of them is. Oh, okay. Maybe they all are. One of them's like a video game oh, okay. nerd. Alright. I think they came out as Final Fantasy characters at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. That's cool. They were the hosts. They didn't have a match. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. They came out as Final Fantasy characters. Were they wearing like all black and stuff? 
because, I don't know. Because there recently was uh, Final Fantasy XV where all the characters basically wore black. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Final Fantasy fan. Because that, you know, that's fake, alright? I only like real things. Well, the thing is, it, it is in the reality of that, like, where they actually are making contact and they are fighting and stuff. And But in, in what, what was it, uh, WWE, sometimes you can see, like, them not actually hitting each other. That's just because the HD cameras, you know, it's, they don't really film, they could film it better, honestly. So well then all right so then the other NXT match okay like the one of the preliminary matches was Sanity and they're just like a group of crazy people okay and they all come out and you know like they have like masks on and and they're all nuts oh but like, like all they're all like crazy but like in a different way oh okay like in the and then the woman in it is like the craziest of all okay and she'll just attack she'll attack anybody right so are are those is that also, like, basically scripted? Like, yeah, it's all scripted. No, no, as in, oh, like, what I'm saying is that, is it already predetermined that this person's going to be upgrading to WWE? Yeah, or they, I mean, they plan. Yeah, right, okay, so, all right. That's just what I was wondering. And then they wrestled three other people. Or maybe it was four, because they did one, because sometimes... With Sanity, they'll just do... The three men will wrestle, but then sometimes if the team... If the team they're facing can find, like, a woman, a woman gets added. Okay. I think, yeah, that one, yeah. Ruby Riot was on on the good guy team. <laughs> okay. And there's, she's, like, a punk. There's, like, different... A punk rocker. There's different, like, teams now? Well, Sanity. Sanity are the heels. Okay. They're stable. Okay. So then a group of baby faces had to team up to take try to take them out okay and they weren't successful at that at that particular show okay but see because sanity had taken out no way jose early on so then ruby riot and ty dillinger the perfect 10 and roderick strong they had to find a, another partner and they did and it was cassius ono and you know he's this big you know indie wrestling superstar and then he comes out you know but they still lost So now we get to the next day, okay. WrestleMania, thirty-three. It's the 33rd one of these. It sounds like you had a wonderful weekend. Oh, that well, it kind of peaked with NXT. That was kind of the best wrestling that happened. But okay, the tag team matches are always so good. Okay, the revival. Oh, they're such good heels. Mm. You hate them and you love them. Okay. You love to hate them. Okay, they'll do anything to win. Those sons of bitches. Okay. So we started. So these are these are the pre-show. There were three matches on like the two-hour pre-show before the show actually starts, and okay. it's like a four-hour show. So it is like a thousand-hour song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it was Neville, all right, versus Austin Aries for the cruiserweight championship. You have to be two hundred and five pounds or under to compete. Okay. Could you? Are I you could. a cruiserweight? I could. I definitely could. I'm like half of that. You're 102. I'm like, I'm like around that. So yeah. Can you do a moonsault? What does that mean? Uh, you flip. Can you flip off the top rope and land on somebody? 
I've never tried it before, so I'm gonna say no. There's like a college humor video where a guy's like he's like, wow, like uh Mark Zuckerberg just turned thirty. And I'm I'm gonna turn thirty pretty soon. But you know, I I just could never do what he did, probably. And they're like, Well yeah, no, of course not. He's like, Well, I mean, you know, I just I, I mean he just had such a head start on me getting so successful. I I don't think I could like found a, a giant company like Facebook like that. Like, yeah, of course not. Of course you couldn't. Yeah, I think those are one of the the newer ones. Yeah, it's yeah. I think I think I I watched that one too. I think one of my one of my favorite ones was uh, what was it? The person that associates every tragedy to like yeah. themselves. <laughs> and like that was all. That was like one of my favorites because just like we'll get you, protagonist. <laughs> But she was there like two days ago. <laughs> she was just there. Hi, I like college humor. I'm a fan. Some of their stuff is like really like on point, and sometimes just like not as on point. I, I think I like the uh, what was it? They had like a new mini series. Uh, what was it? Hot date. Hot date. That's gonna be just a TV show now. Those those are like a minute long. Well, it's gonna be longer. I think it's on Pop TV. That sounds terrible. What can you do for like 20 minutes? I'm sure they'll expand it. It's probably just going to be, you know, them. Two of them. The characters. Yeah, but like for 20 minutes per episode? Yeah, I mean, maybe they won't just always be out on a date. I don't know. I just feel like that's a very limiting concept. Like, you can only really do it in tidbits. Like, in very just bite-sized, like... Well, they got picked up, so they're doing something. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, I didn't I, I didn't love that oh, series I, anyway. I, I liked the... Uh, I liked the, like, the Home Alone one they did. That was... They had a whole series of episodes about oh, that. Oh, that one's the one that I didn't like as I much. I love that one. And then The Purge. Oh, The Purge one is pretty good. And then When They Go to Hell, that might be my favorite one. When I actually... Series where I they go to hell. I, I don't think I watched the entirety of that one. But, um... But yeah, the Hot Date one, like, I liked the one where it's, like... What was it the the diet menu? One of my favorite things because just it's like where the waiter is being a huge dick to <laughs> to like the to the what, patrons is just like oh my god. Have you ever seen the, like the Mitchell and Webb sketch where the, it's uh, like the the wait like the waiters mean they're like what what we're the nice waiter we had last time because they're gone. And we're back. <laughs> the incredibly snooty waiters who judge you for ordering things are back. <laughs> and we hate you. <laughs> I, I never saw that one, so, yeah. And that was a whole thing, like, they had. And they were at, like, a bookstore. It's like, they're gone. And we're back. <laughs> Alright. So, so, anyway, yeah. Cruiserweight match... You know, yeah. good match. Yeah. Good work rate. Yeah. Neville, he's he's good as a heel. You know, king, he's king of the cruiserweights. Okay. Uh, then we had uh, the <laughs> fourth annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But he's dead. Yeah, Memorial Battle Royal. In his memory. They just fight in his memory? Because he was good at battle royals. Because he was a giant, and you can't get a giant out. Yeah, I feel. How like... are you gonna throw him over the top rope? You can't. 
It's impossible. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Only Hogan could. And why would Hogan be in the Battle Royal? He's in the championship match. Okay, so... Uh, um, what was it? Isn't it Royale? Isn't it L-E? Battle, no, it's Battle Royal. Oh, oh, it's not L-E. It is R-O-Y-A-L. Oh, oh, okay. So... Battle okay. Royal. Okay, then. All right, fine, fine. Oh, carry on. Uh, trip me up. I carry See, on. It's, it's the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, the Royal Rumble match, then the Royal Rumble event. They're all different things. It's very confusing. <laughs> it does Because there are other matches taking place at the Royal Rumble that aren't the Royal Rumble. Oh, my gosh. That sounds... So he's they're competing at the Royal Rumble, but are they in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> it's so confusing. Oh my god. And then, uh... So they really... I don't think there were really that many... Uh, big... So you're saying that the pre-show was better than the actual show? No, I'm, I'm talking about the Battle Royal right now and saying... And that's in the pre-show, right? Yeah. Right. And I like Battle Royals. They're fun. Okay. But usually there'll be, like, maybe some surprise guests show up. Oh. Like, maybe people from the past. Or, like, Shaq turned up in one of them, and him and Big Show had a stare down. And but, then all right. they were supposed to have a match at this WrestleMania, but then... Shaq backed out? Yeah, well, they couldn't come to terms. You know, and Big Show got in such great shape for it, and then only to be thrown out of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Aw, that's sad. Well, uh, oh, and then, well, Tian Bing was in it. The WWE's first Chinese superstar. Oh, my God. Even though, because they're just not counting Ho Ho Loon, I guess. Or he was the second. <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. But then, uh, Mojo Rawley won. And to see his character, he's, he doesn't get hype. He stays hype. Okay. He's very... He's very animated and excited. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And I kind of and I like him. Some people don't like him. I like him. He's fun. I remember watching. He's got a good look. Okay. And uh, Rob Gronkowski from the What about Patriots? Uh, he helped him win. What about uh But then cuz he jumped over the railing cuz he was sitting in the front row. Mm. And then it looked like there was like a security guard like thought he was really jumping over and it wasn't part of the show. So she was like she like grabbed onto him. And tried to stop him. And it's like, well, he was... So nobody told her that, like, oh, and he's gonna, you know, jump the railing. Okay. Well, like, did she immediately know afterwards? Or I like... think, well, us, everyone else there was like, you know. Okay. And maybe, and maybe, maybe it was a work. And maybe we were all just being worked and she knew the whole time. And oh. they're just tricking us. Oh, oh, shit. You never know. You don't. You just don't. Because then, I feel like on NXT... That they had taped previously, but then showed like the next week. And it's weird with NXT because they tape like weeks in advance, but they kind of pretend like it's happening live. And it's weird, like, because everything else is sort of more reality based, especially okay. with NXT. Okay. But then they had a thing where like someone had been, he lost like a loser leaves NXT match. Right. And then he came back under a mask. Mm. And then he was unmasked. And then, so then there was a security guard, and it was another. I don't know if it was the same woman, but it looked like a similar woman, and then she, like, escorted him out. Okay. So I don't know if we were being worked the whole time, because that was taped before WrestleMania, I think. 
Okay. And they, it looked like they were making a nod towards it. Okay, this is getting really confusing. All right. <laughs> I remembered watching, like, a sumo wrestling match between the big show and, like, some Japanese mm-hmm. guy. Akibono? I think he just died. Or, no, he's in, like, a coma now. What? Yeah. That's sad. Like a medically induced coma. Okay, probably because... Because he's so big. Yeah, I'm going to say that's probably the case. I think Big Show lost that, if I recall. I don't know if that was real or not. I don't think it... It probably wasn't, but it might have been. Oh, I think... I think it probably is, because... Um, what was it? Because, like, maybe it's just that, that like, result didn't really matter, right? Yeah, not really. So. I guess... Because I think, yeah, I think Aki Bono won. Right. So you think it was fake they'd want the big show to win because he was the guy that would be around. Yeah. Who knows? Because then, then they did, like, they did some shoot fights. Like, they did, like, boxing matches between people for a while. Oh, that's And cool. then the winner, like, faced off against Butterbean, the boxer, was just, like, this big, like, fat guy. And oh. then they got their ass kicked by Butterbean, like, on a pay-per-view. <laughs> and it was terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, but why can't this be more like MMA? Because MMA is not good. Oh. Is it? Should it be illegal? I don't know. Concussions, man. Football should be two-hand tap. So the third match for the Intercontinental Championship, which, is ex- which was at the time exclusive to the SmackDown show. Because now SmackDown and Raw, there's a brand split. So there's they're different shows now. And so titles are exclusive to each show. But there was just a superstar shakeup where the Intercontinental Championship went over to Raw and the United States Championship went over to SmackDown. And then there's going to be a draft in another couple months where they shake it up even more. And this is all WWE? Yes. So it's pointless. No, well, it's like you could, you could just watch Raw and then you don't have to watch SmackDown. All right. And it's a completely different show. Alright, fine. See, because they originally basically did it, because when WCW went out of business, I think originally when they bought it, they wanted just to keep Nitro, like Monday Nitro was the rival show. Right. Like they were just going to keep it as like its own show, but then they didn't. So I think they kind of want to recreate that. Like they want some sort of rivalry with themselves. I guess that's a way to do it. And then, so it was Dean Ambrose, who's a, he's a lunatic. He's a lunatic fringe. I feel like I heard that name, yeah, sure. Then he, uh, he was, uh, facing off against Baron Corbin, the lone wolf. And he beat him. And he's still the champion today, Dean Ambrose. But he's now, now he's on Raw. It's all crazy. Okay. And that, I, I didn't really, I didn't really follow that match. It's harder for me to see SmackDown because I have class during. Specifically, what is WrestleMania then? WrestleMania is the big pay-per-view. Okay. And then, well, this thing right now that we're talking about? Yes. Okay. So this is a SmackDown thing? It's, oh, this, there are brand exclusive pay-per-views, but WrestleMania has both brands. It's an interbrand. Right. Because it's the biggest show. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. Like that, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, maybe Money in the Bank. Those are all the ones that are, that have both. Okay. And then the rest of them, like 
payback or roadblock, end of the line, or no mercy or unforgiven. And I don't, uh, or I think uh, bad blood. I think they're bringing bad blood back as a pay per view. Sounds so dumb. Bad blood. These are all like little things, right? Little events. Like bad blood twenty. Yeah, but they don't they don't number them. Or that it, you'd probably refer to the year. Yeah. Like bad blood ninety two. Yeah. Right. That, that. Right. Halloween havoc. I hope they bring back Halloween. That was a WCW pay per view. I just like the idea of it, you know, a Halloween pay-per-view. Mm. It's fun. Okay. Maybe some of them come out in costumes. Why aren't they all in costumes? They have like a pumpkin-themed match. All right. Who knows? All right. So then, so that, now the pre-show's finally over. Now the show proper can kick off. And first, we have AJ Styles... In a grudge match against his own uh, commissioner? Yes, he's the commissioner of SmackDown, Shane McMahon. Because they have some beef. Because see, because it's a whole thing. So here's... There's like the, Commissioner Gordon? Well, he's like the commissioner of SmackDown. It's a title. <laughs> okay. Like, the, like, baseball has a commissioner. It's right. just the guy in charge of baseball. So he's the guy in charge of SmackDown. Okay. And then his sister, Stephanie, is the commissioner of Raw. Okay. But then they both have a general manager, too. So Daniel Bryan is the general manager of, of SmackDown. And then now Kurt Angle is the general manager of Raw. Mick Foley used to be, but he was fired by Stephanie. <laughs> so... The Royal Rumble. The winner of the Royal Rumble okay. gets a title shot at WrestleMania. Okay. So, the, this is some backstory, and it'll come up again later. Okay. So, Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble, okay? Okay. So, and he's on SmackDown, so his title match is for the WWE Championship. And AJ Styles, at the time of the Royal Rumble, was the champion. But then, there was still one pay-per-view before WrestleMania, the Elimination Chamber match. Where the title was on the line. And then this match, there are six people. And then four of them start out in pods around the ring. And this is a cage. There's like a big cage over the ring. Okay, so it's and then two of them start the match. And then there's like at timed intervals, people are let out of the pods. And then it's an elimination match. So when you get pinned, you have to leave. And then the last person standing is the champion. And then so Bray Wyatt wins that match and becomes... The WWE champion. And he's uh, he's like a cult leader of the Wyatt family. And he's, you know, this kind of, I guess maybe sort of Manson-y kind of, okay. like, hey man, let me tell you something, man. Okay. And then Randy Orton uh, had joined the Wyatt family. So he's a part of this, like, All group, right. this stable. All right. And then... So then he, he's, you know, loyal to Bray Wyatt. So he says, I'm not, I'm not going to wrestle you at WrestleMania. You, I like sacrifice myself to you. So it's like, okay, we need a new challenger for, you know, for the WWE championship match at WrestleMania. Randy Orton's not going to do it. Right. So I think they have a battle. They have another battle Royal on SmackDown. Okay. And then AJ Styles and okay. Luke Harper, who used to be a member of the Wyatt family, but he like feels betrayed by them, so he's like against them. 
him and AJ Style both they're the two last guys in the battle royal and then their feet hit the floor at the same time so then they have to have a match to see all right who's finally going to be the number one contender for the championship AJ Styles wins so right he's the number one contender right wait Randy Orton has turned on Bray Wyatt he burns down the compound he's going to he's going to challenge him at WrestleMania and so they're like, all right, the match is back on. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, WrestleMania. Okay. So then screwing AJ Styles out of, you know, he had done all this rigmarole to become the number one contender. And then, you know, so now he's all mad at Shane McMahon. So now they have a match. And he beats Shane McMahon. And see, in Shane McMahon, he's Vince McMahon's son. Vince McMahon is the big guy in charge of WWE. And he's sort of known. Like, actually? Yeah. Okay. And he's sort of this, he's not like a great like wrestler in terms of, you know, like work rate or performance. Right. But he's more, but he always does these like big stunts. Like he like jumped off the Hell in a Cell versus The Undertaker at the previous WrestleMania. And he just is always like jumping off things and crashing into things. Mm. So that's sort of what he's known for. Okay. And then that happened in the match. Okay. And it was it was good. It was a good opener. It went twenty minutes according to Wikipedia. That seems ungodly long for that match. <laughs> okay. And next, all right. Now here's another fun story. Story time again. It's Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho for the United States Championship. All right. These guys they used to be best friends. All right. Kevin Owens was the universal champion and Chris Jericho his best friend all right they're both canadian they're be- they're buddies chris jericho is helping owens keep that championship at every turn but then you know owens triple h who's he runs NXT and kevin owens kind of came up through NXT so like that's where triple h gets all his buddies and triple h he's stephanie mcmahon's husband Oh, is, so that he, the, is that the guy? Triple H? Triple H. Yeah, he's the guy in that video. Okay, he's the guy. Okay. So, okay. he helped originally Kevin Owens win, and Triple H will actually come up later, but he'll, he helped Kevin Owens win the Universal Championship originally. Mm. And then, so eventually he kind of gets in his ear, and Kevin Owens turns on Chris Jericho. And so now, you know, now they're enemies, and... Uh, in the pay-per-view before, I think it was at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Wait, what happened to uh, that guy? What guy? The, who had the money in the bank, right? Or, like, what was his name? He's, like, the champion. He beat, like, John Cena because John Stewart. Daniel, Daniel Bryan? The small guy? He had, like, hair. His hair, like, was wavy and shit. Um, the goat? The goat guy? No, nah, no, it's, like, a John Stewart, like... Through a chair. Seth Rollins? He's coming up. Okay. He's Triple H and him have some beef. Okay. Which we'll get to. Okay. <laughs> so Kevin Owens had a match with Goldberg, kind okay. of WCW's big star, and he's like 50 years old. Okay. But he's, you know, still like, and he's like this unstoppable, like, monster. <laughs> and then, so him and Kevin Owens have a match for the Universal title. Mm. Let's say at Royal Rumble. It might have been at the pay per view in between. I don't remember. But then Chris Jericho kind of comes out and basically costs Owens a title. Mm. 
and then Chris Jericho has the United States Championship. Okay. So now they face off at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Mm. And, you know, it's a hard-fought match. And then the best part was uh, it looks like Chris Jericho, you know, he's got him pinned. I think he did his code breaker finisher on Kevin Owens. Goes for the pin. You know, one, two. And then Kevin Owens reaches out to the rope. Because if you grab the rope or if your hand's like under the rope, the pin doesn't count. But he just reached over and put one finger on the rope. Uh-huh. Like this littlest little thing that he had to do to stop the pin. And then he eventually, then he won the match. <laughs> Not that way. I mean, he had to pin him, obviously. But, oh, okay. But that, that was just the greatest part. He just, with this little finger goes over. <laughs> like, did he just touch it with like... Just, yeah, like, like that's like the rope. So he just like reached over like... Like that, and he's like almost like still out, but he had the wherewithal to reach okay. the rope just with just his finger. Usually they'll like grab the rope, but he just did it with like the finger. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. And then next we have the fatal four way for the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte, who's the daughter of Ric Flair, who's maybe, who's arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, I heard that, um, yeah, the daughter was good. Yeah, and she's really good. I mean, all all the women are, it's sort of, they're all really good. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, it was her, Bailey. Like twins or something like that? The Bella, the Bellas. Yeah, sure. Are they in this? They're in the other, they're in a separate match. Well, one of them's retired and the other one is, Oh. she's, okay. well, now she's engaged to John Cena. We'll get to that. Oh, um, okay. So it's Charlotte. Bailey's the champion, and she's sort of this underdog. Like her catchphrase is "I'm a hugger," and then she has, uh, you know, those like the tube men that like the air blows up and they like blow around. Yeah. Like right. she has those, and she comes out. Okay. They okay. <laughs> and then so she's like the big like baby face everyone loves, and then Nia Jax, who's this kind of like this big monster, oh. and then Sasha Banks, and she's the boss, and she's really cool, and then Bailey. Bailey won that match. It's sort of, I mean, it was good, but it was sort of, that could have, okay. there's been better women's matches okay. recently. And it's sort of, at WrestleMania, they try to like get everybody in. So you end up having, with the women a lot of times, like the men, they have the battle royal at the beginning mm. so everyone can get in. Mm. And then the women, they'll usually have like multi-person matches to so get them all on. Mm. Right, next, right, this was, you know, the biggest pop of the night. It's a ladder match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Was scheduled to be a, th- um, a three-way with, who are the champions? Uh, oh, the club, Luke Gallows and Carl uh, Anderson. And they had been wrestling in Japan mm. with, the, with the Bullet Club. And then they've come over to the WWE. Okay. And then uh, there was Sheamus and Cesaro, two sort of strange bedfellow ch- uh, tag team partners. Cesaro, the, the crowd loves. Sheamus, the crowd hates. Uh. And then Sheamus is Irish, and he's, like, super white. And then so when he comes out mm. and, like, does his pose, they'll, like, shine the light on him, and it'll be, like, blinding because his skin's so white. And then Cesaro comes out in a suit that he tears away. And then, and that's like their big entrance. 
And then Enzo Amore and Big Cass are the other team. Two guys from Jersey. Enzo is known for his like big promos and trash talking. Okay. And then the New Day come out. And they had previously been the longest reigning tag team champions like of all time. Mm. Like 400 and some days or something. Okay. And then they come out and go, all right, we have an announcement. There's going to be a fourth team. And you're thinking, oh, what? Does the New Day kind of come into this match? And then, no, it's the Hardy Boys. Jeff and Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not actually, that's Matt's song. They came out to Jeff's song. But... Is it? And they, previously, they had kind of, they've done a lot of things in WWE. Okay. But their biggest claim to fame, or one of theirs, is uh, ladder matches at like previous WrestleManias, like 17 and 18. Okay. And they're like nuts. It's them, Edge and Christian, and the Dudley Boys, and everyone's falling on ladders and tables and chairs are everywhere. Oh. It's crazy. <laughs> and they had been gone for a long time. Okay. And kind of had been doing a bunch of crazy stuff in another promotion. And Matt had kind of like gone crazy and was broken. Okay. And started speaking with like a weird British accent. And then Jeff Hardy was like a zombie. And then, and then they they had fights on their compound and stuff, and it was crazy. Okay. And then they come back, and they're basically normal in the WWE. But okay. And so they come in, and then they win the they win the match. Okay. With Jeff does like a swanton off a ladder so, onto other ladders with people on them. So I remember Matt climbs up and wins the championships. So I remember there's like this dude with a beard that like shows up on like the screen. Like, or uh, that shows up on, well, not the screen necessarily, but he's, like, always in the darkness and he's, like, doing these monologues. That's Bray Wyatt. Okay. I mentioned him. He'll come up again. Okay. <laughs> he's, like, the cult leader guy. Okay. Okay. I'm trying I to like, keep, I'm trying to like keep track yeah. of, of everything. It's, it's really difficult. <laughs> and it's weird because then his brother, like, in real life, mm. also wrestles. They're, like, second generation or, I guess, like, third generation wrestlers mm. and then his brother but they don't like acknowledge really that they're brothers okay but his brother's like a he was like a motivational speaker type guy okay like and then his name was bo dallas or it is still but he doesn't really do this gimmick anymore okay but it was just all you have to do is bo leave and that was his thing oh okay and then like and if he like lost if a guy like he pinned the guy he'd still be like you did a great job man and then one, the best thing he ever did was, uh, there was a team called uh, Los Metadores, and there were two, um, like, Spanish bullfighters. Okay. And then they had, um, like, a mini wrestler, mm. you know, like a smaller, right. who would, uh, he was dressed up like a bull, mm. El Torito. Okay. And then he had won a match, maybe a tag match, or like a singles match against one of the Matadors. And then he's doing this victory lap around the ring where, like, like he, like, runs around it with his arms raised. And then as he's running around, he just sideswipes the bull and knocks him over as he's celebrating. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> okay. I think he was in the Battle Royal at the beginning of the show. Okay. Probably got tossed out pretty early. <laughs> okay. All right. So you mentioned the Bella Twins. Well, this okay. next match. Okay. John Cena and Nikki Bella mm. 
again, uh, versus the Miz and Maurice. Mm. And they're like a married couple. And Miz is like a self-proclaimed movie star. Like he's been in the the Marine two, three, four, and five okay. direct to video WWE movies. Yes. Okay. So these and are. So he has this feud with John Cena, right? right? And then John Cena's like in movies now. Okay. And then so John Cena and Nikki Bella win, and then he gets down on one knee, or I don't even think he does. Or Yoni gives this speech that's sort of strange and involves her like being concussed or something. And then, but then he proposes, he proposed at WrestleMania to Nikki Bella. Like, is it, is that real? Yes. I don't know if she was really surprised or not, but I think they are engaged in real life. Oh, okay. So, th- okay. But she might have, like, known that was going to happen, though. It's like. It's like, that's probably, okay. It was a work shoot. <laughs> okay. It was a shoot that turned into a work that turned into a shoot. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, okay, sure. Yes, See, here. a work means it's fake. A shoot is real. Okay. <laughs> right. Then you mentioned Seth Rollins, the the Daily Show guy. So he was he, way back. Let's mm-hmm. go back in the way back. Okay. To a fatal four way for the Universal Title because the guy who won it the previous night got injured in the match, so he had to forfeit it. Okay. And then it was uh, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Big Cass and maybe Sami Zayn or somebody, a fourth that I can't remember. Okay. And so it's an elimination match. It's down to Rollins, who at the time and before that was sort of like the chosen one, golden boy of Triple H and Stephanie, back when they were the authority and sort of running all of WWE. Right. And then, so Triple H comes out. And it's like, uh-oh, he's going to help Seth Rollins win this match. But then he doesn't. Instead, he pedigrees Seth Rollins and helps Kevin Owens win the match. So then him and Triple H have, you know, this big beef. And then, But then Rollins is sort of injured. And he can't, like, and then he's not medically cleared, in quotes, to wrestle. So finally they have to decide they have an unsanctioned match. You know, Seth Rollins, his leg is all messed up, but then he has, but then he's going to face Triple H, you know, because he needs to beat him. He needs to prove that he doesn't need Triple H, that he's better than Triple H. Mm. And, uh, and he did. He won. Oh. Uh, Hooray for Seth Rollins. Okay. He's doing stuff now. Honestly, I've sort of fallen off a little bit after WrestleMania. So now. We're back to Bray Wyatt, right? Oh the cult leader guy where you okay, you so, had seen. Okay, right. So him and his former, you know, family member, Randy Orton. Okay. And so this match, <laughs> it's getting sorta of late in the night. I'm sorta of, <laughs> I'm sorta of starting to be like, uh, what is what's happening? <laughs> so this match is sort of it's it's I'm sorry, also I'm also This good. gets sort of weird, alright? Because, all right, they're wrestling, and then suddenly they go to, like, an aerial view, like, above the ring, which they usually don't do. Mm. Maybe if it's, like, a ladder match, and they have, like, the titles hanging up there, and they'll, like, look down, or if they're doing a replay. Right. And then, so it's that, and then they're wrestling, mm. and the lights go out, and then projected on the ring are these images of, like, bugs, like, crawling, like, giant images, like... Full covering the ring, like bugs and stuff crawling around. Right. 
and then it stops and the match goes back to normal. And then it does this a couple times, and it's like, what's going on? Because mm. Bray Wyatt, may, maybe he has, you know, magical powers. Who knows? He's the new face of fear. Okay. But uh, it doesn't help him win the match, and Randy Orton wins with an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> you know? Because uh, that meme is still fresh in everyone's mind, right? Yes. I think I made one specifically. Like, so the snake guy, right? Yeah, the viper. That's Randy Orton. Right. Okay. Right, and then he, doesn't he do it to, like, Seth Rollins in, like, a cage or something? Probably. Alright, this is, like, a relatively recent one. I don't want this. Like, okay. I I do remember making, like, a meme about, like, an RKO from, like, an anime. Just, it was just something random. Alright, go on. Alright, so now we have three, we have three matches left. Right. Right, now it's the Universal Championship. This is the big championship on Raw. Okay. And Goldberg, as we had learned before, he is the champion. And he is wrestling uh, Brock Lesnar. Do you know Brock Lesnar? He's he's been in UFC. He had like he started in WWE, then he went to football, then to UFC. Then he came back to wrestling. I feel like I I would I recognize him. Yeah, he's a big guy. Is he like... He's the beast. Is Suplex he, City. Is he like a blonde person, but he's like has really short hair or something Yeah, like and that? it's like... like Yeah, it's like... Like buzzed on the side. Yeah. Really short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He has, I think, like he has a sword tattoo on his chest. Uh, it looks kind of weird. Okay, I don't remember that. <laughs> so it's him and Goldberg. And so Goldberg had come back, and then... It's weird, because their, like, both their last matches and their previous runs in WWE at, I think, WrestleMania 20, it was a match between the two of them, but then the fans knew they were both leaving, so they just booed the shit out of both of them. Uh-huh. And then, so now they're back, and then at Survivor Series, they had wrestled, and it was like, Goldberg came back, and it was like, he's like, maybe I got one more match in me. And so, and then his whole... His catchphrase was, uh, I think, you're next or who's next. And he had this whole big undefeated streak in WCW. Okay. So then he comes out, and when he returns, he's cutting his promo. So he's like, and Brock Lesnar, you're last. And then, so they have this match. And you think, because Brock Lesnar is this total monster. And so you think, oh, he's just going to come out and, like, murder this 50-year-old Goldberg (laughs) who hasn't wrestled in, like, a decade. (laughs) But instead, that match happens... Uh, Goldberg spears him, then I think, like, right away, spears him again, hits him with the jackknife powerbomb, pins him in, like, a, like under a minute. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he also, I think, like, threw him out of the Royal Rumble. So it's like, he has Brock Lesnar's number. All right. But then, so then, uh, but then Brock Lesnar uh, wins this match. Okay. And he's, now he's the champion. But then he has a deal where he only appears a set number of dates okay so now like the champions never on tv now because brock lesnar has it oh and goldberg retired after that match then okay and it wasn't i i honestly i it it went under five minutes the match okay i think it was basically like the reverse of their match like brock lesnar suplexed him a thousand times and then f fived him five times and pinned him Okay. And a weird thing about the F5, this is his finishing move. 
he puts people up on his shoulder and like slings them around and slams them. And then John Cena's move, he gets people up on his shoulder and like flips them over. Mm. And then that um, his finisher was originally called the Fu. <laughs> But then they made him change it because they went like PG. Okay. Then his he also had a submission move which was called the STFU. Okay. <laughs> because they're also which was the move is actually called the STF, uh. but it's it's funnier with the STFU. <laughs> do, you, do you get it? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So that match is sort of underwhelming. I I don't really re- remember it all that well. <laughs> okay. So. Then there's a six packs challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You were 40 bottles in it. Well, it was 20 total. So you were like 12 in at this point. Oh, I was probably all 20 at this point. (laughs) The show is almost over. Okay. So the match before the main event, women's match, SmackDown. Okay. All pretty much all the women on that roster are in it, right? Because they all have to be in it for WrestleMania. Okay. Naomi wins. She's fun. She kind of comes out and like in like glow in the dark stuff. Like the lights go out and it's like a black light and she like dances and like slides of the ring and it's cool and she's good. But Alexa Bliss was the champion and she's she's probably like my favorite wrestler working now. Okay. She's so great. Okay. She's really mean. So now we have the final match. Roman Reigns, who's sort of the chosen one. Like, they kind of want to make him the new John Cena. Okay. And the fans kind of hate him for it. (laughs) So he gets, like, he's supposed to be a babyface, but he gets, like, heavy booze wherever he goes. Okay. And then, so he's facing The Undertaker. Who, you know, WrestleMania is his yard. He had an undefeated streak... That went for 21 matches until Brock Lesnar finally broke the streak. Okay. And then he had two more matches with Bray Wyatt and Shane McMahon, and he won. So he's 23 and 1, okay. I guess. I think that's what it is. And so he's wrestling Roman Reigns. And uh, Roman Reigns beats him. And then The Undertaker, you know, he takes all his, he takes his hat and his, like, and his coat and everything off, leaves it laying in the ring, and walks away. Is that it? Is the Undertaker retired? Was that the last we've seen of the dead man? Of the dead man? Okay. <laughs> he's de- He's the dead man. He's the Undertaker. Okay. And it was, you know, a very emotional moment. Okay. And the show ends. Um, finally. It finally, finally ends. Finally. <laughs> See, I think this description kind of gives you a good... Content. I like, guess. overview of, of, of what it feels like to watch a WrestleMania. It's so long. Why does it have to be so long? Yeah. <laughs> like, it starts when it's light out, and then it's dark when it's over. Because <laughs> they were in an open-air stadium in Florida. Okay. Yeah. I don't think... Maybe it rained. I don't remember. Okay. Is that, like, a so hazard? Really, and it wasn't really a great... WrestleMania, honestly, it was it was all right. Was that like a health hazard? Was or did they have to clean it up or whatever? What the rain? Yeah, I don't think so. Because like maybe they slip and they do like well, like football players play in the rain. Yeah, but like that's real though. So you think they delayed even more? <laughs> mm. I mean, the ring I don't think is really 
slippery? No. Alright. And they know, and you know, they know how to, like, if they slip, uh, like, uh, if ever there were someone to slip, it would be a professional wrestler. But, if anyone knew how to slip. Okay, so, I, I would say, or uh, I'm, I, I guess I'm just gonna ask, like, if they, like, mess, how, how much, botch? How, do, how much do they, like, do they choreograph this? Like, they say, oh, you're going to do this many suplexes or whatever. I think it it sort of depends on the guy. I think they like to have them basically planned out beforehand. Right. And they have, like, agents All right. that sort of book matches and plan them out. All right. All right. Is that it? Yep. WrestleMania 33. The greatest ride of all time. It was like roller coaster themed. That was the theme. Okay. Wow. That took a while. <laughs> yeah, like it should have, because it was seven hours long. Yeah. I think because it, it went over. Like I think it was like over at midnight, and it started at like, like at five. <laughs> Okay. Start five in the evening and went until after midnight. Okay. Okay. Because there was a flow ride of performance somewhere in there too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we putting anything on the list now? <laughs> Is it just Avenue Q? Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. Bottom. Does the bottom sound good? What? Why? Uh, well, you know what? You just choose wherever uh, you want. Uh, it. That's, that's, Do you have it up? I'm frustrated by this talk of wrestling. Oh, yeah. But I feel like you'd probably enjoy it if you watched it. I did watch. You like the big show? I did like the big show. NXT is a lot better, though, I have to say. Mm. Like, two-hour pay-per-views, one-hour show. It's just one-hour, like, weekly show. It's so much... Just so much easier to watch. Yeah. Like Raw is three hours every week. Oh my god. It's sort of a nightmare. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh my god. I remembered watching a few on USA and I was just like, sometimes I'm just bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I think I like the big show, if only because the match against John Cena was like. Because oh he's god. so big. Yeah. He's a giant. Yeah. And it, and it felt like that guy did more, like, hitting than John Cena did. So, I don't know. Well, you know, it's a two-way street. Maybe he just wasn't selling. It was Big Show's fault. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay, fine. But the Big Show is sort of old. He probably is... He's on his way out. Yeah. All right. Have you seen? Did you watch Knucklehead? His comedy he was in, where he's a knucklehead. No, I didn't watch. I don't. I think he like he like saves an orphanage or something. No, I don't know. In any case, though, where we like you'd you'd probably like the Great Khali, because he was just the giant man from India. All right. Well, like I think I would have appreciated Andre the Giant, but like you know, I wasn't around during that time. Well, you, you get the WWE Network, get all the shows. You could watch him and Hogan at WrestleMania 3. Oh, my God. No, I'd rather not. All right. Anyways, where do we put Avenue Q on? Where, where do you want it? 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anywhere's fine. Oh, I guess I guess it's my decision, right? Yeah, it is your decision. Just like rock, rock, it's your decision. What? That was a like, like a like a public service video like Christians made, like back in the day, where it's like, rock is evil. But rock, it's your decision. I just saw like someone review it a long, long time ago, and that's for some reason that's always stuck in my head. Whenever I hear someone say some of a decision, I'm always like, "Rock, it's your decision," <laughs> or or just anything about rock. It's like, "Well, it's your decision." <laughs> what the? I don't even know what rock is. Like rock and roll. Oh, is that what the? Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's it's your decision, kids. Are you going to succumb to the sins of rock? Oh my gosh. Um, um, is it good? Is it bad? I liked it, yeah. Uh, is, it's about, is it better than Room? Nah, I don't think so. Is it better than the Fate Zero Light novels? Nah, I don't think so. Is it's... it better than New Game? No, I don't think so. Is like, it better than Pete's Dragon? Oh my gosh, dude, seriously. These are all right next to each other. Is uh, it better than Pete's Dragon? Yes, yes, okay. All right, let's put it right above Pete's Dragon. Oh my gosh. Right below, oh, right below Frequency. No, let's put it above Frequency. Okay. In between New Game and Frequency at number 21. Okay, I guess we're doing that. Hooray! WrestleMania, then. WrestleMania is running wild. Hulkamania is running wild. Oh, is the entire Wrestle world is watching. WrestleMania 17. 33. 33, all right. Oh, we're putting it on. Uh, I guess we are. WrestleMania 33, since like we spent about like... We got uh, an hour on it. Yeah. So well, you went just... pretty long on New York, too. Yeah, this but... Is, like, this episode is too long. This episode is too long. And I, and I feel like we didn't really accomplish anything. Yeah, it feels like in the end this is all just a waste of time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> have I have I convinced you to start watching wrestling? No. And no. then you convinced me not to go to New York City. Yeah, I I effectively not. All right. Anyways, WrestleMania 33. Can we just put it under like I don't know the accountants or something? <laughs> Sounds great. That's okay. actually kind of where I was looking. <laughs> okay, the, under the accountants and above. It's Blair about Witch. yeah, it's about Blair Witch territory. <laughs> it's just like it's you know just another part of a series. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of you know standard. Okay, that's the Hardys came back. That was a fun moment. <laughs> just little moments, huh? It's like, you know, how Stephen King describes horror. You know, horror fans, they'll, like, find those little moments. Oh, my God. Stephen King is such a hack. I love Stephen King. He's the best. Is he the best author of all time? You know what? Like, if he had written the Bible, everyone would be Christian. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Have you ever seen, uh, what was it called? Or uh, was uh, the game uh, Alan Wake? Have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. You should probably... Watch somebody play through it. Have you uh, heard of the game Fatal Frame? Yes, I have. I read about it in a book called Japanese and American Horror. I should put that on the list. Let's talk for another half hour. <laughs> about about the book? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or about the Fatal Frame? Because... Well, I didn't play Fatal Frame. Okay, I was just like, okay. Have you, is it t- like Tommy? Tommy? 
What, what are you it's talking? like a villain in J- Japanese. Like, there's like a bunch of movies and books and comics about her. And she's like this monster that everyone's obsessed with her. Are you, are you talking about the ring? No, it's not the ring. It's a different thing. Okay. Well, I don't know then. So you should you should start looking into horror. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not really into it because like you know, jump scares are not really my thing. But this is more like you know, it's like they're obsessed with her, and then like I think it's like, and then everyone always kills her. Like they're so obsessed with her, but then she just always comes back. All right. Well, right. In any case. Yeah, I guess that's it. You can find me at Declining Prod on Twitter. Yeah, we were supposed to do this last episode. And you can find me at uh, Pop Culture Loser on Twitter. I think that was sort of a spoiler. I think you should cut what you just set out. That's a spoiler. Oh, okay, sure. Whatever. <laughs> but this might come out at... Well, I guess we're spoilers like, extend past an episode because maybe people just skipped an episode we're like two hours in so, like, so no one no one is no one no one at this point i'm pretty sure if you're still listening it's why <laughs> <laughs>